The following program is intended to provide general information only, and its host, Tim Decker, recommends that you always seek competent professional guidance for financial, legal, and tax advice, as everyone's specific needs are unique. WHP Talk Radio 580 now presents Financial Freedom with Tim Decker from ISI Financial Group. A full hour of sleep well at night financial guidance from an experienced financial advisor. Talking about This is your financial show, Central PA. Financial Freedom on WHP Talk Radio 580. Well, good morning, everybody. Tim Decker here with you. Welcome once again, another hour of any and all things financial. Financial Freedom is the name of the show, and if you're hoping to find somebody who's going to gaze into a crystal ball and tell you what stocks to pick, what mutual funds are going to outperform uh, other mutual funds, uh, what types of industries are going to best perform over the next year, uh, this is not the program that's going to help you with any of that, and the reason why is... That is all an exercise of futility. Trying to pick individual stocks, trying to pick the next hot mutual fund of the next year, um, trying to identify who the best money manager is going to be over the next year uh, is something that, again, when you look at the actual results and the track record of all of those who do, um, in aggregate, their predictions are consistently unreliable, but they do a great job in marketing. And unfortunately, too many people, and hopefully not you, uh, actually believe that there is a methodology and there is a secret sauce that can help you outperform the markets. What we know instead is it doesn't exist there are many who get lucky. Statistically, some have to get lucky. But uh, we don't want to make investment decisions based on luck because then we're not investing, we're speculating. So instead of all that nonsense, and I urge you, don't waste your time watching programs such as the Jim Kramers of the world. Do not listen to radio shows uh, that uh, you have people trying to convey that they can predict what sectors are going to do best if the Federal Reserve Board increases interest rates three times in 2018 or, uh, you know, with what's going on in the economy, you should be in these certain stocks and they like these, they don't like these. Again, don't waste your time. That uh, might be entertaining, but it's dangerous, dangerous for your financial well-being. What we focus on here instead is the tried and the true understanding that arithmetic and probabilities supported by financial science and evidence taking emotions out of the equation is what has demonstrated 
has demonstrated over and over through up markets, down markets, uh, booming economic cycles, recessions. There is fortunately a way to, to invest without having to speculate and uh, uh, by by building portfolios that will truly allow you to sleep well at night and knowing that you have again financial science and evidence behind all of that. Let me give you the phone numbers. Uh, what we're going to do, as I promised last week, I will take your calls in the order of which I receive them, and we're going to uh, take them uh, in in just a little while. Uh, phone numbers are 717-540-0580. That's 717-540-0580, and anywhere else toll-free, it's 800 Seven two four fifty eight zero one. Again, the eight hundred number is eight hundred seven two four fifty eight zero one, and locally seven one seven five four zero zero five eighty. And as uh, we have now made available, if you are radio shy, you can email me directly here during the program by emailing ffradio at comcast dot net. That's FF as in financial freedom, ffradio at comcast.net. And again, if you have something you'd like to discuss with me, uh, give me a call, email me, and we will take your call in the order of which we receive them. But as promised, before we go to the phones, I want to share with you what I have put together and what I recommend you implement for financial resolutions in 2018. We all, well, not we all, many of us make uh, New Year's resolutions, so I thought it would be good to provide you with some financial resolutions that if you will pay attention and take note and put these into play, I can assure you it will have a significant positive impact on your future financial security. Number one, I will update and get my estate plan in order. Many of you, in fact, I would say most of you do not have your estate plan up to date. It doesn't have to be complicated. At the very least, you should have a will. You should have powers of attorney to address health care and financial issues. And you should have a living will. Those three elements are basic for all estate plans. By the way, if you don't have a will, the, the state of Pennsylvania has a will for you. In other words, if you don't decide, they will decide for you. Power of attorneys are very, very important because if you become mentally incapacitated, you want somebody that you can trust that can make decisions that are in your best interest as it pertains to your finances and your health care. And, of course, living will has to do with do you want to be kept on ventilator? Do you want the plug pulled? Just exactly what are your wishes along that area? Financial resolution number two, I will develop a goal-oriented written financial plan. If you do not have 
a updated current goal-oriented financial plan that serves as the foundation for all financial decisions that you make you are putting yourself in a very very unfortunate financial situation if you don't have one or you haven't updated yours in quite some time seek out and find a trusted fee-only financial advisor again fee-only somebody who has nothing to sell you and have them pay them hourly have them help you put together a goal-oriented financial plan it's just like building a house you wouldn't build a house without first having a blueprint number three I will evaluate my current financial advisor and if not a fee-only fiduciary advisor I will find one who is I cannot emphasize how important this is it's estimated that less than 10% of all financial advisors are 100% fee-only fiduciary advisors. Is yours? How do you know? Well, if you want to know, which you should, if you go to our website, which is isifinancialgroup.com, that's isifinancialgroup.com, we have a very, very helpful tool there. It's a simple questionnaire on the home page. If you scroll down to the bottom of the page, you can download it. You'll see it there. Financial Advisor Questionnaire. Download that, print that out, and send it to any financial advisor that you are working with or you are considering working with and insist that they kindly answer all of the questions in writing and send it back. There's also a fiduciary oath that they will sign as well. This will be invaluable in helping you weed out most financial advisors out there and help assure that whoever you are working with you can trust and put confidence in is 100% of the time working for you and you in your family alone and they are paid and receive no compensation from anyone other than you financial re resolution number four I will never again believe that anyone can predict market movements in the short term and the short term doesn't matter anyway all I got to do is take you back to late 2017 when you had all these so-called gurus talking about what was going to happen if Trump won the election uh, what 2017 was going to look like there were so many so-called experts and uh, we saw what 2017 did for the S&P 500 index up over 20 percent 2017 and bottom line is do not pay attention to those that try to forecast as much as you want to hope and believe that somebody can I suggest you focus on what the evidence shows and it clearly shows that no one can consistently forecast what the markets gonna do in the short term remember what mr. Buffett said stock forecasters exist only to make fortune tellers look good 
Okay, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, we're going to I've got three or four more financial resolutions for 2018 that I offer up to you to incorporate. And we'll also then get to your calls. You can reach me at 717-540-0580. That's 717-540-0580. Toll free, it's 800-724-5801. Or you can email me, ffradio at comcast.net. I'm Tim Decker. This is Financial Freedom. If you have a question about your finances or your financial future, give us a call right now at 540-0580, providing you with the information and answers to gain your financial independence. This is Financial Freedom on WHP 580. Once again, here's Tim Decker. Welcome back, everyone. Happy 2018. Tim Decker here. With you, it's my passion to provide you with practical, unbiased advice to help you make wise financial decisions on behalf of you and your your family. I want to be your trusted resource for financial truths, and thank you for making us part of your Saturday morning. Okay, let's pick up with financial resolutions. Let's just review real quick. Quick, the ones that we went over. Number one, I will update and get my estate plan in order. Number two, I will put together a written goal-oriented financial plan. Number three, I will evaluate my current financial advisor and make sure I'm working with a 100% fee-only fiduciary advisor and if not, I will find one who is. Number four, I will never again believe that anybody can reliably predict market movements in the short term. And the short term doesn't matter anyway. Okay, number five, I will not speculate and will only invest. I will do that by capturing market returns, not gambling and trying to beat the markets via market timing or stock picking. I would add, or even worse, pay any active manager, whether it be in an actively managed mutual fund or pay any financial advisor who supposedly has a great managed account that uh, they've led you to believe that their managers can tactically and strategically and whatever great sounding adjectives and verbs they use that they're going to help you beat the markets or even worse yet, help you beat the markets by timing the markets, getting you out before the markets go down, or once the markets go down a certain amount, then they're going to get you out as though that's going to help you in the long run. I know all of that stuff sounds appealing, and it's meant to sound appealing because it sells. That's why it's so important that you have to be, you have to be alert. You have to be informed. You have to be careful. Number six, 
I can't, nor can anyone else, predict the future. Thus, I will diversify. There's a lot of wisdom to that statement there. I can't, nor can anyone else, predict the future. Thus, I will diversify. Diversification takes off the table having to try to predict what's going to happen in 2018, 2019, and going forward. So think about the logic. Think about the pure logic of this. If indeed no one can reliably and consistently predict what's going to happen to stocks over the next year, to bonds over the next year, to value stocks, to growth stocks, to small company stocks, to international stocks, to government treasuries, to CDs, if no one can reliably predict which, again, all of the evidence shows no one can, then what is the logical follow-up to that? Well, if I nor no one else can, I'm going to diversify. I'm going to own based upon my own goals and my objectives and my tolerance for risk. I'm going to own different types of assets classes I'm going to build a beautiful globally diversified portfolio based upon my own personal goals my own personal financial plan and that way if I own some stocks and I own some bonds and I own some small company stocks and I own some value stocks and some growth stocks some international stocks maybe some emerging market stocks some government bonds maybe some CDs, a certain amount of cash. If I am diversified according to my goal-oriented financial plan and my own need and tolerance for fluctuation and risk, I can invest and no longer have to worry because diversification assures two things. I'm never going to have all my money in the best performing investment over the next year. Not going to have all my money in there, but I will have some. But the second thing it assures is I'm not going to have all my money in what is the worst performer over the next year or three years. Humility in the world of investing is one of the most important variables there is. And humility says, because I nor no one else can consistently and reliably predict what's going to happen over the next year, three years, five years, I will diversify. And then I would add, have a process where you are rebalancing strategically and dynamically based upon your goals and your objectives and take your emotions out of the equation. It's not easy. It's not easy. But you know what? 
dieting isn't easy either. That's why I urge you to find yourself a financial coach, somebody who you can completely trust with you and your family's life savings that you've worked so hard for and make sure that they will put in writing that they will always put your best interest first as a fiduciary and somebody who is paid by you and you alone and is not compensated by selling you products. Okay, number seven. Financial resolution number seven, I will run from complicated and expensive products. Remember, the more complicated a product is, the more moving parts it is, the more it's been designed to transfer monies from your pocket to whoever's recommending it. If you do not understand to your level of comfort how a certain investment vehicle or product works, run. Things such as hedge funds, run from, stay away from. They're expensive. Their performance as a group stinks. Stay away from those complicated fixed indexed annuities and most annuities in general. Financial resolution number eight. I will not attend free lunch seminars. Bait and switches. Do yourself a favor. Buy your own lunch somewhere else. Don't let them, these peddlers, these snake oil salesmen, who use food as the bait on the hook to get you in the door so they can ultimately give you a sales pitch that sounds so good. They are trained so well to emphasize certain points that they know will get you hooked into an appointment with them. How do you avoid that stuff? Don't go. Resolution number nine, I will not chase yields in past performance. I will tell you more money has been lost. More money has been lost by people chasing after what has performed well and also chasing after something that offers higher yields. Higher yields simply means higher risk, and you better know what you're getting yourself into. Better yet, don't chase past performance nor high yields. For as we know, past performance is not indicative of future results. That's printed very clear and in bold letters on every prospectus for a reason but in spite of that what we know is unfortunately most individuals when they're looking at what they're going to invest in what's the number one thing most people look at well how has this performed over the last year five years or ten years one of the worst things you can do and then lastly financial resolution number ten I will pay attention to taxes and expenses. When you evaluate the investments that you are in, 
make sure that you calculate and have a sense for what your returns are after taxes and make sure you understand all of the expenses associated with what you are in, what you are investing in. And all investments have expenses. Whether you see it or not, the companies offering them are not offering them for free, which means they're making money off of you. It's just a matter of how and can you find what those expenses are. Okay, we're going to go to the news. When we come back, we'll pick right back up. If you have anything you'd like to discuss with me, anything I can help you with, questions about your investments, you want a second opinion, uh, IRAs, Roth IRAs, 401Ks, mutual funds, uh, questions about your insurance, annuities, anything. If I can help you, I promise I'll do my very, very best best you can reach me 717-540-0580 or toll free it's 800-724-5801 or you can email me here live right now ffradio at comcast.net i'm tim decker we'll be right back Financial Show Central PA Financial Freedom on WHP Talk Radio 580. Okay, welcome back. Tim Decker here with you. Talking all things financial. And this sincerely is the program where we do, do our very best to look out for you and your best interests and not the interests of Wall Street. So much of what you hear on radio, so much of what you hear on television, so much of what you have coming at you from accounting firms, from banks, from insurance companies, you name it, so much is sales-oriented. As a fee-only fiduciary advisor, I am required to make every effort to at all times put our clients' best interests first, and as I'm discussing things with you and doing my very best to point things out, my pledge to you is I will do my very best and continue to do my very best to share with you what I believe is truly in your best interest. But what you need to do, and I urge you to have an open mind, be hungry to learn, but also understand that the majority of what you have been told or led to believe many times is designed, again, to sell you something. And if you truly want to make financial decisions based upon the evidence and financial tr truths, I will promise you that what I bring to you is what I believe is truly in your best interest. And so much of it is not just doing the right thing, but it's also making every effort to not get sucked into and seduced and lured into all of the nonsense that's out there in the financial world. And there is a ton of it out there. So 
That's why I'm with you here each and every Saturday. This program is not like other financial programs that you hear uh, in that we don't give you hot tips. We don't uh, tell you 15 times a program, call our office, call our office, call our office, come to our free lunch seminar, call our office, call our office, here's a phone number. Call. No, that's not what this is about. This is about educating you to do what's right and to ultimately help you make wise financial decisions. Okay, I got an email from Craig. And I'm not going to read the whole email because it's uh, he did a very good job in explaining in detail uh, what he wanted to ask. This is Craig from East Berlin. Uh, the three points of the paragraphs is number one, he mentioned that uh, some time ago uh, he listened to one of my shows here where I was talking about Buffett's comments and Buffett's uh, 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 or Buffett being a huge fan of low-cost index funds. And, in fact, I had mentioned that Warren Buffett himself has indicated that uh, when he passes on, money's left for his spouse are to be invested in low-cost index funds, and uh, Craig said as a result of that show, he actually uh, went on to uh, change how he was investing and got out of speculative things, and uh, ever since, he was happy to share with me that he's been using nothing but low-cost index funds. Well, I am happy to hear that, and Craig, that's why I'm here each and every Saturday to help educate and encourage people like yourself to change things that need to be changed to ultimately help you achieve returns that are there for the taking and hopefully with much lower risk. The other question Craig had is about foreign index funds and diversification amongst them. How much should you diversify? Well, if you're doing it yourself, which I don't recommend that you do, okay, but if in spite you're going to continue to do it on your own, then you're going to need to keep things rather simple. And in most instances, people doing it on their own, you're really probably better off uh, with just using total stock market index funds and total international index funds um, because to invest the way that I would ideally recommend, where you're going to have a, some large cap foreign, you're going to have some small cap, you're going to have some mid cap, you're going to have some value, you're going to have some growth, then what you're going to end up doing is you're going to have several different funds and the ongoing rebalancing of that and making sure that things are in line with their targets can be a very daunting task. And I have yet to meet more than just a, literally a handful of individuals that are able to implement that and keep up with that and do it in a way that it ideally should be done. And if and the reason that that can be helpful to have those different asset classes is when you look at total stock market index funds, although they're, they're a good option, they're not what I would consider ideal. They're not 
the best because they're predominantly nothing more than large cap, primarily growth stock funds, even the international. And what we know is the more that you can diversify into not just large, but also small and value and growth, as well as emerging uh, small growth and value, you can increase your expected returns. Notice I said expected, which means it's not guaranteed. You can increase your expected returns. You can significantly enhance your diversification, which means you can poten potentially decrease risk. So if you can potentially decrease risk and increase expected returns, then obviously that's the ideal scenario. The next uh, thing Craig asked me was uh, uh, how, mu how much money should you have in stocks and versus bonds and CDs? Is that dependent upon your age? Uh, I would say I would not ever use your age for any financial decision in a world of investing that you make. Age should not determine your objectives. It's your objectives. As I've said before, we have clients that are, you know, in their 70s and 80s that have the majority of their money vested in stock funds because their goals and their objectives are to maximize those monies, not for themselves anymore, only because they have enough from Social Security and pensions, etc., but it's to maximize that growth for their kids. So now we're looking at goals 20, 30, 40 years out. So my advice always is your, your allocations, your portfolio should be the servant of your plan. I would urge you, Craig, if you've not yet done so, find yourself a trusted fee-only fiduciary advisor, have them work with you, and put together a financial plan based upon your goals and your objectives, and then those goals and those objectives will allow you to then build your overall allocations, and then it's going to make sense as to why you have a certain amount in CDs and cash and bonds and stocks because it's tied to your goals and your objectives. So, again, your portfolio should always be the servant of your plan. No plan, no sound portfolio. Okay, we're going to take our last break. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Sleep well at night financial guidance from an experienced financial advisor. This is your financial show, Central PA. Financial freedom on WHP Talk Radio 580. Once again, here's Tim. Welcome back. Final segment of Financial Freedom. And uh, let me again say a big thank you for making us part of your Saturday mornings. I hope the time that we spend here together uh, in one way or another uh, helps you and your your family, again, make wise financial decisions um, and uh, ultimately uh, achieve what I coined financial freedom, which is when you get to the point in your financial life that you have things in order that you can um, no longer worry and are free from uh, uh, everything that's going on in the world of finance. I received an email uh, real quickly here. 
She says, good morning. I am a widow who didn't know what to do with my husband's 401k. I kind of panicked and put everything in American Funds Capital Income Group. It, it has done very well, but it's not guaranteed income. My question is, should I ask my financial person to take some of the monies and give me an annuity for income? I believe I just heard you in this broadcast state not to invest in annuities. Thank you for your time. My pleasure. Uh, Two things that I would offer up, uh, ma'am. Number one, um, just by the very fact that the advisor that you're working with is advising you to use an actively managed mutual fund company like the American Funds Group, leads me to strongly believe that you are not working with an advisor that is a 100% fee-only advisor. So my first and biggest concern at this time, and what I would urge you to do, would be to seek out and find a trusted 100% fee-only advisor, as well as making sure that advisor does not use and recommend actively managed commissionable mutual funds, which is what the American Funds Group is. What you want is a fee-only financial advisor and somebody who will use instead low-cost either institutional asset class funds or if they don't have access to companies like dimensional fund advisors, uh, then uh, next best would be just using low-cost generic index funds. So that's my first thing. Find a different advisor and use the questionnaire that we have on our website. It's free. Second thing is, no, I would not rush out and I definitely wouldn't call up any financial advisor, especially the one you're working with, and say, hey, I, you know, can we talk about me getting my money into a annuity? There are certain annuities that on certain occasions, although they are rare, that I will use and recommend them, but predominantly, most often, depending upon what your needs and your goals are, you can usually accomplish what it is you need to accomplish uh, with much, much lower cost options and definitely not working with an advisor who's going to make a nice hefty commission, which is what most of these annuities pay. So I hope that helps. Uh, And real quick, we have Donna, I believe, JC, is Donna still there? Yes, from Mechanicsburg. Hi, Donna. I've only Hello. got one minute here, so I'll let you fire away, and I'll do my very best here. Okay, I have a 401k for work, and I also have a Roth that's attached to it. Right yep. now, everything is going into my 401k, which is not getting taxed. If I put it into my Roth, it'll be taxed, but then afterwards I can take it, and it will not be. Should mm-hmm. I transfer everything into my Roth or keep it as is, or, okay. or in the future put everything in my Roth? Okay, generally speaking, okay, what you have there obviously is you have a 401k that offers a traditional option and a Roth option, and you're right. absolutely right. The traditional, you get to get the tax deduction now, but then you're going to get whacked on taxes when you withdraw it. The Roth is just the opposite. You give up the tax deduction now, which means you then get to withdraw it tax-free down the road. So generally speaking, and I can't give you specific advice without knowing a lot more about your overall scenario, but generally speaking, 
if you are in a lower tax bracket, say 15% or less, then I would suggest leaning towards the Roth. Okay. If you're in a higher tax bracket now, say 25% or higher, then what you might want to look at is perhaps splitting it between the two. And if you're in a high tax bracket, say 30, 33, then you're probably going to want to lean towards putting it all in the traditional. So I hope that helps you. It does. Thank you. You are welcome. Have a great uh, rest too. of the day. Bye. Bye-bye. Wow, time went fast. Let me again remind you, if you haven't yet done so, take advantage of our free e-newsletter. Just go to our website, isifinancialgroup.com. That's isifinancialgroup.com. And uh, you can sign up for our monthly newsletter, Insights and Education. And I'm actually going to be sending out a 2017 annual uh, market review here next week. So isifinancialgroup.com. Have an awesome day. Take care.